0: Welcome to the Run Strong Podcast, episode 138. And you may be slightly disappointed today that you've just got me. Unfortunately, no Rob Jones, no Rob Foster, no guest, just me. Don't forget, we're brought to you by Hoka. And today, you will also probably want to go and check out our other friends at precisionfuelingandhydration.com because today's show, I'm going to quickly, I mean, quickly, talk to you about training in the heat. It's obviously something that's very prevalent for us here right now in Dubai, but the UK. I also hear you're going through a heat wave, gets pretty hot uh, in the US in the summer. And we've got a couple of other listeners who all deal with heat all around the world. So today I'm going to give you one really handy tip for dealing with heat. And then I'm going to chuck a load of resources at you that you can go away and think of it as homework, if you like. And if you've already listened to it or read it, then don't read it again, if you know it all but you might want a bit of a reminder and you can just even one sentence in a show that you might've heard before, might help you just to rethink, oh yeah, I'm not doing that this year. Maybe I should be, cause that's what I did last year and it can help you again. So coming up is my top tip for dealing with the heat. Alrighty, so as you guys know, I love a bit of evidence-based practice. And today I'm gonna share with you a study that was done last year for the athletes who are competing in Tokyo 2020, which happened in 2021, which is nice and confusing. Now, there's a couple of reasons I really like this study. The first one is it's a mixed, so they've they've used a, a mix method plus a singular method and then a controlled method. So um, I'm going to come back to that in a minute, but that's one reason, which is always a good sign. The other reason is they actually used hot temperatures. Now, sometimes when we're looking at exercising in the heat, uh, anything above around 20 to 23 can be classed as hot conditions. And sometimes some studies, they use conditions that are maybe only about 24, 25 degrees. As we know here in Dubai, that's winter temperatures. Um, This study uses 38 degrees. So we're getting hot, Um, which is very, well, yeah, like I say, It matches the Dubai temperatures very well. Probably not going to see that in the UK, although I do think you did see 38, but we'll definitely see that in Dubai. And although we might not get the humidity match, it's still a very good number to go by and use as a reference point. Now, as I mentioned, these guys used a control, a mix method and a singular method. Now, what that means is the way that they pre-cooled the athletes before going into the protocol um, was either through a temperature controlled vest, so an ice vest, which is around four degrees, or they had a cold beverage, again, cooled to about four degrees. They're the singular methods, or they had uh, people taking both which is their mixed method. And then obviously they had their control, which is where you do nothing. Um, You just do as you normally would prior to going and exercising in the heat. The protocol they used was a test to exhaustion at 80% of their VO2 max. So it's high intensity, um, quite difficult. And that's a good thing. That's what we're that's what a lot of people here definitely attract Tuesdays, sometimes Thursday runs, weekend runs. Um, they won't be too far off trying to exercise at that pace still. So again, it's a good measure for us to look at. The only issue with this study is it was only on seven male athletes um, and that that is an, a bit tricky. It's a very low number that you'd have in a study, but nevertheless, I think it's a really useful study to share with you guys. Now, the other thing, that you guys need to know if you're listening to this is why we cease exercise when we're in hot conditions. And it's not that we are putting ourselves into a point of danger, it's that we are stopping ourselves going to that point of danger. Your overall body temperature will be high in the end, but what actually stops you guys from exercising hard in the heat or brings you to a, to a stop, let's say when you, once you already are exercising, is the rate in which your temperature rises. So the, the temperature indexes within inside your body, if they suddenly shoot up really high, your body will start to pull you back to stop you going to a place that is harmful for you. This is where pre-cooling can really have an effect. And that's what this study found. The pre-cooling mixed method, the um, when, when people did that, so they wore the vest plus ingested uh, an ice cold drink, they... Could go up to exhaustion of 10.8 minutes. So they held 80% of their VO2 max for 10.8 minutes. When uh, they didn't, so they were just control group. It was 8.4. So a two-minute, just over a two-minute difference, which is pretty big. That's an extra rep at track, and maybe an extra couple of reps at track. It's uh, maybe a half a rep on uh, Thursday runs, but nevertheless, it's still an improvement. And two minutes in running in that short space time, it's it's pretty handy. So we need to listen up to this study, um, take on board what it says. And you may have heard this before, but ingesting cold fluids helps to bring the core temperature or stabilize the core temperature for further. So it thinks it's not thinks it's colder than it is, but it's when you go into the hot temperature, it takes a little bit longer. There's a bit more lag, if you like, for your core temperature to start rising rapidly. So ingesting cold fluids my favorite thing to do if you've got a neutral bullet water in with an electrolyte mix and a little bit of ice blend it and then you've got like an ice slushy with some sodium in there as well um used from our friends at precisionhydration.com you can then you're getting an intake you're pre-loading your sodium you are pre-cooling yourself inside and obviously you're getting in hydration as well so a lot of the time that drink if you can have that 30 minutes prior to you starting exercise, and it doesn't need to be a lot. It can be anywhere from 300 to 700 mils. So it's not like you're going in with a full stomach, but that can make a big, big difference for you. And again, that difference being that you're going to allow yourself to exercise a little bit longer before the stress of the heat kicks in. Now, the other method, the cooling ice vest, you could buy a cooling vest, they're available, um, won't tell you which shops in case you go there and you can't get them properly, but have a look, Google it. You may have actually seen them recently, the, the riders in the Tour de France wearing them post-stage. They stuck them on. Uh, a lot of research was done for Tokyo around this, and a lot of teams are using them more and more now, even on not-so-hot stages. But a cooling vest can work. Now, what we can do different that's not a cooling vest is you can get ice packs. So the like the normal ones that you buy from any pharmacy stick them in the freezer through the night. And then when you pull them out, stick them around your neck, just at the bottom of your neck. Um, And you could have another one, maybe down in the lower, lower back along your spine or stick it on your front. Something that you can put on you, maybe while you're driving to your session or just sit with while you're having your coffee before you go out for the run. And that helps to cool you down perceptually. So our perception of heat is another thing that gets us. So if we go outside and it's a fresh morning, it's a little bit chilly, Uh, we feel oh this feels good and you get going when you go outside and you are hit with a blanket of warmth heat humid immediately you take a step back and perceptually go oh I'm not sure how I'm going to go in this cooling yourself down before going out into the environment perceptually so cooling your skin will make a nice difference for you it's not going to cool your core temperature but perceptually it will Now, when we mix these two methods together, you're getting cooled from inside and outside. And that's the epic part to this mixed method. We can also do this pretty much every day. It's not expensive. It's not that time consuming, you know, it takes maybe maximum five minutes to make up that ice slushy and to stick a a freezing, uh, a pack in the freezer, a couple of packs in the freezer the night before. I reckon you can do that in under five seconds and then uh, pulling them out doesn't take that long either get them strapped on. If you've got the naked running vests, which are pretty epic, if you're here in Dubai, you can get those from sported.ae, um, then you've got something that you can actually use while you're running. So you can stick the ice packs in or some ice in the vest um, prior to going out on the run. So you're pre-cooling and then you can even have it while you're going. So uh, intra-cooling, which is also pretty awesome. So there, that is a really good top tip for you. And I know that a lot of the... Prof- professional teams and a lot of the professional guys and top end athletes are doing this whenever they're training in hot conditions. Because as you know, we do get some benefit from training in hot conditions, maybe not at 38, um, but nevertheless, we have to keep training through summer. Now, some extra resources for you. A few years ago now, 2019, I think I did a series of shows training in the heat with Marcus over on the inner fight podcast. That was episode five to nine. So if you head over there, you can find episode 529, Training in the Heat, and I talk about the effects. So why we actually suffer to begin with, and then how to overcome them um, in a series of shows. So that's a good listen. Go over, head over to that. And then also on this show, we had Andy Blowon, who is the founder, owner of Precision Hydration or Precision Fueling and Hydration, I should say. And that was episode 071. I'll put these in the show notes for you guys. But you can go there and you can learn all about uh, why we need good hydration in all conditions, but particularly in hot conditions. You never know what you're doing to yourself. You're exercising hard on Monday, let's say, how that, if you don't hydrate properly, how that's going to affect you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It really has an effect. So you've got to be learning how to properly hydrate yourself, what we need in terms of sodium intake, and then also a few other tips and tricks in there from him. And some good stories in there from Andy as well. If you want to learn a little bit more about the science behind it, I'll also put this uh, study into the show notes as well. And I'll also talk a bit more detail about it on the Inner Fight show that I mentioned there, Inner Fight episode 529. That's on the Inner Fight podcast. Good. So hopefully, I'm going to see a few of you guys, or maybe you guys want to tell me over social media or write in. Try this out cold ice slushy. Drink that. 30 minutes before your run, and then your makeshift ice vest, however you think you can do that. For me, I just put an an ice pack on the bottom of my neck and one on my lower back and have that in 30 minutes before going out the door. Um, Or I have done this as well, a good hack, get on a naked running man vest. I think other hydration vests will work with this, but stick some ice packs down it again on 30 minutes before you're out the door. You should have a little bit of a, a skin chill, you know, those goosebumps that you sometimes get um mix that with having an aircon on full blast either at home or in the car and you might just be able to run for you never know two minutes more when you're trying to hold your threshold pace that's a big difference in the summer all right guys i hope this was helpful to you other bit of news if you are here in dubai this weekend this show goes out on the 20th wednesday the 20th of july if you're here in dubai this weekend Matt Dewhurst is doing a dry land workshop Sunday the twenty fourth. Two, it's for one hour. There's two. There's two uh, sessions you can book into. Absolutely butcher that. Sorry, Matt. Two pm till three pm or three pm till four pm. You can book on in there. Slots are limited, so if you want, if you're interested, email md at innerfight.com. You've got three days to book in. Price of a class. Very very helpful for you good guys that's it head to the show notes if you want to do the homework let me know if you do this mixed method cooling i'd definitely love to hear from you i'd like to know as well if you can send me with maybe some screenshots of your data as well i'll go full geek for you it would be very interesting to see all right guys thanks a lot for listening and we'll be back next week